Nice hat, Justin. Go Twins. We are only what now? Six wins away from the World Series? Oh, man. That'd be nuts. All right, we're recording. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to Pot on Your Loons. This is Justin. Pot on Your Loons, this is James. Pot on Your Loons, this is Doomsday. What the heck? I'm fourth now? <laughs> Sucker. Relegated. Welcome Sorry, to what Sam. my life was. Welcome to what my life was, Sam. For two for three years. <laughs> Doomsday's not even a regular host. On Twitter, I have him listed as a contributor. Yep, and I contributed before you did. <laughs> I said relegated. Relegated. James, I'm actually surprised that you're here. I'm Does here. the wife know you're here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the last one I can do before our honeymoon, so. Okay. Before we go too far, though, relegation. Are, are we talking about Chelsea's season this year? They're in their relegation battle. <laughs> yes, lads, get in there. Hey, we beat Man City. We are all good. I, Arsenal in the I, house. I, I was gonna say, James, you you had quite the uh, wedding gift from your sports team this week. Colts Colts beat the Titans, which you gotta uh, love. Arsenal beats Man City. You gotta love it. And Pookie puts in four. And it was good. It was good. It was really good. Yeah, that, that's my five-worder, you know? Getting married is freaking awesome. I love so, this. Good times. Good times yeah, at we the should, wedding. I would say we should do this more often, but I don't want to get married again. Did you tell your wife you have to have a wedding every week until the end of the moon season? Yeah. I need to renew your vows. Yeah. Just renew your vows as often as possible. It's romantic yeah. and it works well for the balloons. Yeah. And then go on a second honeymoon or a honeymoon every time. That's what I heard people do. So, yeah. I don't even got to the first honeymoon yet. That was, uh, it was a great weekend. I saw a lot of people on Twitter uh, messaging me. We gave you an early wedding present, uh, which we'll talk about very soon, which I wasn't quite sure I agreed with. And then we scored five goals and I, kind of feel a bit better about it so the wedding present wasn't the win the wedding present was the announcement uh i mean i think it's the win but the but hey <laughs> if the announcement helped get the win i'll i'll take multiple wedding presents from the loons fair enough fair enough well cool well yeah i mean i don't know does a top moment from the wedding weekend stand out that you want to share with everybody or is there any good stories? Um, saying yes, obviously, uh, was was the highlight. Um, no, nah, it was uh, it was really good. I mean, I think one of my favorite parts was they gave me a saber to like cut the top of the first bottle of champagne off, like a lightsaber, or like what kind of saber? No, like a, a like an old like a sword. It okay. is funny that you mentioned lightsaber, though. We'll get to that in a sec. Uh, they, of course we are. They, were, they were basically like, you know, grab the grab the bottle, grab the sword, we'll take off like the you know the metal bit on the top of champagne yeah. bottles. Yeah. And then you like one, two, three, cut the top off, and then you like basically take the top off the bottle. Well, they open up the metal bit and the bottle instantly pops. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, that's not supposed to happen. So we'll get you a new one. And they do the same thing, the same result. Second bottle just pops as well. So I'm, they were like, do you want a third bottle? I'm like, no, just just leave it like this. And everyone was like, this is the way. Or the force is with you. <laughs> so like, something like really, really great in Star Wars-y. Okay. Which was, uh, which was real fun. But yeah, it was, uh, it was a good time, man. It's a real shame that you guys couldn't come over. Yeah, it, not a good time of the year for a teacher to travel. But we'll come in the summer. We'll have a good time. We can find yeah, a we'll place. Be we'll be back. Yeah. We can find a place where we can get a saber yeah. and open up some champagne with it. Well, so a lightsaber say... comes into play too? Uh, so that was mainly like people making the joke that I was trying to use it. But actually, oh, okay. I was wearing uh, my socks did have... Uh, in fact, my socks were the same ones like the one that I left at your house. They oh. uh, they made an appearance. Yeah, I wore them uh, I wore them under my suit. Very so, cool. Yeah, I was going to say that we we now know why he still has all of his fingers 
because he wasn't able to use the saber. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, do you want a third one? I'm like, nah, we should just leave this. <laughs> it's fine. It's a sign. <laughs> no, but uh, no, it was really great. That was basically like the only thing you would call a hitch during the whole thing. Like everything else went super great. Yeah. It was really nice. And it's my birthday tomorrow. So it's, a, it's just a great week, wow. actually. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's just a quality, it's a quality week. Married on Saturday, all my sports teams won. Birthday on Tuesday, honeymoon on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And then this off to Greece. Yep. Yep. This is pretty much the best week. You're living the dream right now, James. I know. It's super exciting. And uh, the loon season gets to last another another week, apparently. Uh, I was out of the loop. I guess someone probably told me that there was an international break coming up. But how weird is it to have an international break the week before your final season? Or pl- to plan your season around that, right? Knowing so, that there's going to be an international break. So actually, it gets worse than that, right? So there's an international break. There is a super important game for us that happens this weekend, which is... Colorado Rapids versus FC Dallas, because if the Rapids win, we can still statistically make seventh place and avoid like the stupid eighth, ninth playoff. Admittedly, it is a, hold on, let me check because I had a look. It is a 4% chance of making seventh. <laughs> but so if you're Dallas, saying there's a chance, James. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. If Dallas wins, uh, we can, we cannot make seventh. So yeah, there's actually uh, there's a very important. I did have this at the bottom of the notes, but I'm saying it now. Uh, yeah, if uh, the Rapids win, we have a 37% chance of making playoffs, and if Dallas wins, we have a, only a 31% chance. So still not okay. more than 50%, but we need we actually need the Rapids to win to help us quite a bit. Those just well, aren't horrible odds. Like I, I remember listening to. Someone on KFAN during like one of the Christian Ponder years of the Minnesota Vikings, where someone on KFAN was just so excited that the Vikings were playing in week 17, I think playing against the Packers, and I think the Vikings won. And then we went and beat them in the first round of the playoffs. But someone on KFAN said the phrase, it feels so good to have the final week of the season matter. And I wouldn't say that it feels good to have the final week of the season matter as a Loons fan because we have had four straight playoff appearances and are in danger of having that streak come to an end. But at very least, we are not out of it. It's not a coin flip to get in. It's a little less than that. We definitely need some help. Do not control our own own destiny. But we have a solid chance of advancing, and that is something. Well, yeah, and I mean, let's be honest. Like, we all can go back and find the points that we kind of dropped and the points that, you know, it put us in this position. But at the end of the day, you know, they always say a chip in a chair. And we've made comments on this podcast in the past that we thought that we have the players to compete in this conference. So even if we get in as the ninth seed, hey, who's, nothing's going to stop us right now. Who's talking right now? Yeah. <laughs> Where, where did this doomsday? Where, where, I thought you were real coming here to, to just rant. Oh, I, I'll I'll be ranting soon <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'll be ranting sec. soon enough. Give him a sec. Does that mean we should talk about the transaction? Let's talk about it. I mean, besides, quick, quick question: Is it a transaction if you get if you don't get anything in return? Uh, oh, we, we got plenty freedom. in return. <laughs> yeah, it's a transaction. Okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, I guess it is, actually. Ignore me. So James signed Carmen. That was the first transaction, but <laughs> Heath is out. He it, it finally happened. Some people have wanted this to happen since 2017. <laughs> Were we surprised about this? Shocked. I, I mean, like, I did not. And it wasn't because I didn't want it to happen or didn't think it would happen. But I just, the organization, I should say, it wasn't because I didn't want it to happen. I just did not think the organization would actually do it. And this is what it tells me. This is my rant right here. This is what it tells me. It tells me that that question we that I've been asking all over the place, is it because we don't have good coaching or is it because we don't have good players? At least the organization believes we have good players. 
because they've talked a lot since Heath has been out about the underperforming of our team. And not just this year, the past couple of years, it says. So at the end of the day, obviously we had the fired coach bump against the Galaxy. Like we're not expecting that to be the output. And there certainly was still a lot of issues on defense in that game. But at least now we at least get to see if the grass is green. We at least now get to decide, like, is it really that we needed a change in leadership? And I just think that it was something that had to happen. And I think it brings the fan base back into things because I think a lot of people were disheartened. Like nothing's ever going to change. It's the same old moons all the time. And I think a lot of people were kind of losing interest. Yeah, so a lot of people who didn't uh, renew season tickets or talked about not wanting to to come back for next year. And I think the surprise really is the timing. Like, I think for most people, they could see, hopefully, right, that it was that it was going to happen. I mean, you know, there's there's always an army of Twitter people who have been, like I said, hoping it's going to happen for the last six years. But I definitely didn't think it would happen with two games to go. And I think, you know, and I, I linked the Andy Greeter tweet, right? When, when Shari Ballard talked about it and she was like, it's not, it's not just like a rash decision, blah, blah. And like, it's good to remember as well. Like it's not always people often remember the end and how bad it was. Like, you know, as an Arsenal fan, Jeremy, we remember Wenger out for ages and ages and ages before he actually left. And you kind of sometimes get so caught up in that you forget the invincibles and and all the things and how many champions leagues we made in a row and how simply amazing it was because you remember the bad times at the end and, and the same here, right? Like you remember we lost what five, six games or we didn't win five, six games right when we needed to. And that's how it is. But I think the shocking thing for me was when she said, I felt like the performance was plateauing a bit for the past couple of years. Like, why? Why has it taken you so long? If you think it's been plateauing for the last couple of years, how have you let it get to like two games before the end of the season to be like, nah, you know what? Now is the time. Now we're going to get rid of him. Why did you extend him last year, right? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Why did you extend him? And it was in the midst of probably the last time, maybe not the last time, right? But, But one of the most recent times that the fan base was up in arms about you know, Heath out was the strongest, right? And then we get a we get a uh, extension announcement. So, yeah, uh, that that seems to me kind of like a, I don't know, I don't I don't believe it fully, but I think that maybe maybe in their thought process that this was going to be the last year, and maybe they talked with Heath and like it was going to be one of those he he rides off into the sunset after the year's over, regardless of how we do. But losing five to one to LAFC, I mean, it puts it puts the future of this team in in really good focus. We cannot play with that team, right? Well, and and I would well, that team's say... gonna that team's gonna compete, and we we might right we we can compete if everything goes our way, right? If we're lucky and we run the table, but we just don't have the speed, the talent to compete with them. And I think that well, we so all I... saw it. We all saw and, it in that game. Well, I was gonna and say LAFC Justin. by the way. Sorry, Jeremy, and LAFC who had not scored a single goal in four games, but five past us. I wouldn't go as far as saying we can't compete. I would say we didn't compete. Like, it looked like they quit on the field. I mean, it looked bad from the very beginning, and it wasn't – I've seen these same players play against very talented teams and not look nearly that horrific. I mean, it was – to me, in my opinion – I think Heath was done at the end of the year regardless. I think they made the move now because that was literally one of the most embarrassing performances in team history. And it was just like, well, we're technically not out of the playoffs yet. Maybe this will spark something for the last two games. Like, that's the only thing I can think of because that that LA game was an embarrassment. It wasn't and, even that close. <laughs> and there could have been a business side of things too, right? Like, I, I'm... I'm a softy. I'm an emotional guy. Like part of me wanted Heath to be able to finish off the year. You know, Sherry Ballard made that comment about, well, what good does that do anyone, you know, even Heath? Like, and I'm like, yeah, that, that does make a lot of sense. If I was Heath and everyone was planning on firing me, but still made me work for an extra month, 
I'd be like, um, can you just let me go now and start collecting <laughs> that severance now so I can get on my way? You know, yeah, just... do, you, do you think he's in Florida already? Do you think he flew down to Orlando to to retire yet? Or is he is he still in town? I mean, I would imagine that he's wrapping up loose ends and whatnot, but I, I don't know. I hope that he's somewhere because I liked the guy. I really did like the guy. I liked his personality. I thought he was hilarious. I know not everyone liked him as as a person, but I thought he was hilarious. I loved his interviews. I loved his bluntness. I really appreciated the guy. I liked that he was a little old school. I hope wherever he is, and I appreciate all the fun years that we had with him, I hope wherever he is, I hope he's having a good time. But I guess when Sherry Ballard said that, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I would hate to work for an extra month when they knew that they were just going to move on from me regardless. I think the other thing, too, is we can't forget that there probably was a business side of this decision where they're like, okay, we have season ticket holders that may or may not want to renew their tickets after a rough season. We do have our fan appreciation game where we still want to bring in fans and have them spend a lot of money on concessions. Let's give people maybe something to be happy about or optimistic about at a time, which frankly is very pessimistic for the team. We talked about like pot on you loons, our listenership. Now, maybe it's been regard related to how much I've talked about Taylor Swift lately, but our listenership <laughs> has dropped significantly and we're just some little podcast. I imagine that Minnesota United, like their pro shop has to be struggling. People can't be buying as much gear. People probably are less likely to, you know, be stopping by and drinking lots of beers because whatever, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be at the stadium cheering on this team. Though maybe people drink more when the team's bad. I don't know. But to give people something to be excited about and to want to spend their money at, I get that. I get that totally. Yeah, I, I think for me, and I guess I, I talked about it a little bit at the beginning, of like beginning of the season, uh, I've been pretty, I've been pretty Heath out all year. I think that what made me Heath out was my other sports team, the Vikings, and watching us move on from an old school coach that was always middle of the pack. And we got a new guy that has some new ideas, likes to try different things out. And I mean, obviously this year isn't going off to the best start, right? But but we're seeing improvements in the organization. We're seeing the Vikings make changes that are, you know, in this centuries of, of thinking and and trying <laughs> to find ways to be better, you know? And, and, and not to say that I didn't love Mike Zimmer. I loved Mike Zimmer and I loved Adrian Heath, like Sam said, right? Great soundbite, love the honesty. That's huge to be able to have that transparency, to be able to know what your coach is thinking. It's very important. But I don't know. We, we, we've been middle of the pack the last few years, right? We're, we, can't, we can't still count that run in the Western Conference playoffs as a recent achievement. <laughs> you know, that's been what, how many years away from that are we now, right? So we, we can't just keep giving him a job because he, he led us on a good run. He hasn't replicated anything close to it since, right? So it sucks, but it's going to be exciting to have, you know, an offseason full of change ahead of us. I think that's going to be good for us as a podcast, and and it'll make fans excited. Something to look forward to. Maybe maybe next year we'll be we'll we'll have some fancy DP to, to trot out there, some fancy guy everybody knows. But yeah, I, I'm just excited. I'm excited for change. Um, it definitely helps. Uh, soften the sting if we don't make the playoffs this year for sure i also think that we i mean pardon me if i get the name wrong but i believe it's watson also got let go correct the general manager yep, yep. so yep. it it tells Technical me that director. The, okay whatever the whatever the term is it tells me that the organization is really looking to like move in a completely different direction you know and and i also hope like there's a couple players who I think it's time to move on from as well. You know, Will Trap being one of them. It, it's just been not been good for a while now with Trap, and he's our captain. And it's like it almost feels like out of some sort of loyalty or whatever, he trotted him out there. And as much as I love him, one of my favorite players, Boxall is getting to the point where he's too slow to be in every in every game center back. Like he probably should be a guy that we bring in, you know, from time to time. 
Um, or, you know, maybe he's, he's every third game or something, but it's really painful sometimes watching him just, and to me, it's like, you know, he gets so stubborn on both ends of it. Like he keeps box all in all the time and trapping all the time. And then Bristow, like, even though everyone on earth could see, and we had, Bukai, I mean, Debassi looked good playing, playing on the, uh, playing as, as a left back. So it's like, we have Bakai Debasi sitting on the bench and we're yet we're trotting out this kid who's just not ready. Nothing against him. He's just not ready. He should be playing with the twos and getting game experience that way. He should not be getting game experience at the highest level when he's clearly not ready. He's getting embarrassed by like other players. Like he's just absolutely out of position all the time. And I don't even blame the kid. It's not his fault. He's being put in that position. So, I mean, it's stuff like that that just makes me happy that we're going to try something new, do something different, and maybe have a different feel to this team. And at the end of the day, as long as we keep Reynoso, we know we have our stalwart in the middle. We can build upon that, and and we don't have to completely cut this whole thing down. We can be good next year. Yeah, and we might not be good next year, and I think that that's also a possibility that we have to be ready for as fans, is that we've only known Heath. In the MLS era, we have only known Heath, and we are about to embark on a new era. I don't totally know what it's going to look like. We've gone through this in other sports. We've gone through this in other soccer leagues. We've never done this in the MLS. So, I mean, I don't know. A lot of these players, it it seems like the players liked Heath. I always said that at times when I would defend Heath is, it never really seemed like he was ever close to losing the locker room. You know, Boxall made a quote that it was something about along the lines of the players feel like they have let him down, like he is being blamed for, you know, the faults of all of us, that he is, you know, the one that's taking all the blame, which makes sense. He is the coach. But, right, we've we've seen this. Jan Gregish made the decision to come back. He wanted to play with the team. He wanted to play with Heath. Luis Amaria, another player that went away, came back. Abu Dunladi went away, came back. We've talked about this before. Robin Lud recruits Timo Puki to come to Minnesota United. Robin Lud's not going to sell Puki, his friend, a bill of goods if he doesn't believe in the direction of the coach. The, the players did like the guy. The players did like the guy. We're going to find out, again, like Jeremy said, is the grass actually greener? It may be, might not be. We got to be cool in either direction. We are trying something new. It sounds like we're excited to try something new. Let's find out. I'm ready. Hey, it was off to a yeah. good start so far. Yeah, I mean, you know, if Pookie just puts in four goals every week, yeah. we don't got anything to worry about. Isn't Talk that, about a new manager bump. Sorry, what, Justin? Is it too hard to ask for four goals a game? No. Not, <laughs> not during the new manager bump. <laughs> yeah, Can I, I mean, use my oh sorry go ahead go ahead I was just gonna say how much fun that was I mean it was just like it was just so much fun watching like that game kind of transgress and like the way it court, sort of unfolded it was it was a lot of fun <laughs> can I use my cliche Batman line we can of make course. a little toast for Heath <laughs> You either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. Totally applies. Yep. Yeah. And I think something you said, Sam, too, is that like he's the only coach we've known, right? I mean, like, and actually Justin made the comparison to 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 Zimmer, but I actually would go a step a different direction and say Dennis Green, because Dennis Green was the type of coach who could build a program and he built this program and he got us to these different places where he's gotten us to. But Dennis Green was never the coach that was going to get you over the top. Dennis Green was not the coach that was going to win you championships. You know, and it was about his style and kind of the way he did things. And so, like, maybe I know that one name that's been floated out is the the old Portland Timbers coach. He's won championships in this league before. Maybe that's a good move to make. Obviously, he just lost his job this year as well. So there's a reason, just like Heath, that he got fired. But, you know, sometimes the coaches like that, it's a change of scenery thing that just needs to happen. So who knows? And, and I know we'll probably have all kinds of time to, to talk about, you know, wh- what direction this organization is going to move in. But 
you know, like Justin said, I'm pretty excited. I think it's going to be fun to see what we do, where we go. And, you know, then the season will start next year and we'll hate the new guys. So it'll be, it'll be great. And by probably 10 minutes into the first half of the first game, you're going to hear me talk about how much I hate everyone. So, um, well, then we'll be right back to normal. Hey guys, I got a jet. Pot on you loons. Yeah. Go thank twins. you for coming on. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks thank for you. having me. And the rant. It was, it was the real doomsday was still there. Yeah. yeah. James, congratulations. Thank you, and, sir. Uh, pot on you loons, guys. See you, Jeremy. See you, Jeremy. See you, Jeremy. I am interested in kind of seeing what the fan base dynamic is, right? Like this fan base, our version of like Democrats and Republicans is that like on one side of the spectrum, you have Heath out, the Heath out party. And then on the other side of the spectrum, you have either the people that like Heath or or at least favorable to, to Heath or at least are maybe not Heath out or, you know, what whatnot. I, I think we've always sort of fallen into that that other half of, you know, I, I always kind of knew that this was going to run its course. I've used that yeah. exact phrasing. I mean, every year since we started this podcast, we've had the whole like come to Jesus meeting where we're like, okay, like the heat thing might not last forever. Like we've had some good times. Eventually this thing's going to run its course. I probably use the Batman line in every single one of those episodes. Like eventually we're going to have to move on, but I, I don't think we've ever been Heath out. But that that has been such a big part of this fan base is are you Heath out or are you not? Well, what's going to be the new thing? Uh, yeah, good, good are, question. Are, you, are you Bristow out? Are you Bristow <laughs> out or not? I mean, it probably goes to the ownership, right? Like it's 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 kind of the focus on them. I, I and and whether or not they're putting this team in position to be successful by hiring the correct people, right? Heath is was just kind of and, and I don't know I, I guess I don't know if it was always about the organization right but you're always going to be frustrated if you're not happy with the way the organization is running things as as many of these fans are very vocal about you're not going to like anything they do right so I guess it, it depends right if it if it's if it's someone exciting that's our coach that the fan base will get behind cool if it's someone we've never heard of they kind of have to be good, right? Or else they're gonna they're gonna be their head is gonna be on a, a, a pike before they know it. I just hope that like the fan base gives the new coach time. <laughs> like like you don't lose the first four or five games and everyone's like, right, out the door he goes. This is terrible. Or she, this is terrible, like nothing's working, this is horrible. We have such good players. It's like you have to take a team that's been seven years, right? Managed by the same guy, and you're trying to mold it into your kind of way of doing it. That takes time. <laughs> like that's not that is not gonna be a quick process. It's gonna be so some struggle before. You don't want the Chelsea approach, is what I'm getting. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. We get some pretty no. cool players in town if we did the Chelsea approach, though, right? Like that would be that would be the oh, benefit. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'd, the, see, the we'd see someone that Miami would want to buy, and then we'd just pay like 20 million more yep. for, for him, and then he does nothing. <laughs> I mean, that right there is why we're not going to go with the Chelsea approach, because we're not going to pay 20 million more for anyone, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we could go the Tottenham approach, hire a likable Australian, and you're top of the league with no losses. I don't know any likable Australians. Oh, I do. <laughs> wow. great. That is hurtful. Oh, sorry. I thought you were an English Australian Dutch guy. Yeah, my passport still says I'm Australian, though. So that hurts. don't you have two passports? Yeah, which means I can get doubly as offended. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Uh, Ford Madison hasn't been doing great, but they're still in sixth place because they're always in sixth place. But they that's lost. Their, that's just two their zero. Spot. Yeah, they lost 2-0 <laughs> to Northern Colorado Hailstorm. They remain in sixth place. Um, they now play their final their final regular season game. They're at home against Union Omaha Saturday, October 14th. So there won't be any Loons game. You can cheer on Dallas to lose against Colorado Rapids while you cheer on Ford Madison to win against Union Omaha. But, hey, I, I mean, mathematically, Ford Madison could fall to seventh, but 
they're probably just going to finish the season in sixth place and make the playoffs barely. So I don't know. They're always in sixth place. Hey, we're all about making playoffs barely in this podcast because that's what we're hoping the loons will do as well. Hey, you got to make the playoffs, right? That's all that matters. Yeah, you know, chip in a chair. Hey, twins, huh? Winning playoff games, man. We we did not get to talk about that too much, but you went to one of those games, right, Justin? Yeah, it was great. It was so much fun. Great atmosphere at, at Target Field against the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. It was the first time they'd won a series since 2002, wow. which is I was 14 years old. <laughs> Were you still living in Hawaii? No, that that was actually the first year we moved here. I thought I thought I was coming into town and like you know twins were going to gr- be great the rest of my time. Yeah, because oh, we had Joe Mauer. It was, but it wasn't to be. Uh, yeah, we we beat the Oakland A's that year, and then the Rally Monkey beat us in L.A. Um, but that's the last time we won a playoff series in 2002. So I was really wow. excited to be there for that. I will be at the game tomorrow, and they're one one now in this series. They yep. just got to win two more. So. And then the, the next two games are at home. So there's a there's a chance the Twins win this series in the next two games. And that'd be super so, cool. So is it so is the way the playoffs works, the first game is the best of three, then it's the best of five, then World Series is best of seven, or there's another game in between? So there's the ALCS. So right now there's four teams left in each each side of the thing, right? Okay. AL and NL. So these teams play in a best of five series, and then those the two winners will play a best of seven to go to the yeah. World Series, and then and the World Series is also best of seven. Okay. Yeah, but then before that, that was a best of three. Yeah, that's so that's the new way they do it. So more teams get a chance to make the postseason. Before, before they it would always just be four teams, right? That was right. it every single year on each side. So you have you have teams that never made the playoffs, right? Like yeah. For decades, yeah. Okay, and now it's now it's eight teams make it. Yes. Okay. Out of how many? I think there's like I think there's thirty. Oh. Man. So Wait, so sixteen, four? I guess. So so more like okay. yeah. It's they're making it much easier for teams to make it, but you only you're only guaranteed what two games. Yeah. Three games if if you if it goes to three games, right? Oh God! That means if we make playoffs as the loons, we have to talk about this stupid new playoff format as well. Yeah, yeah we'll, <laughs> um, we'll have to win a best of. Is it a best of two? Is that what it is, or is it best of three? I think it's best actually, of three. Oh my I goodness! Don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's best of three. You know what? I'm glad I'm on honeymoon, so I can listen to you guys <laughs> to explain this. Because I'm not gonna know. Uh, I promise to keep covering this team, but but. I'm gonna be no, honest, folks. Of, I was pretty, I was pretty excited thinking that our season was over. <laughs> last <laughs> game. When we lost to LAFC, I was like, "Yeah, there's no way, man." I was, I was getting ready for off-season mode, but I will gladly cheer this team on. Oh yeah, for however many games they have to play. Oh yeah, I'm all for, I'm all for playoff loons. I'm excited for that. Yeah, no, we, I right. If, it, it takes yeah. a lot of, it takes a lot of work covering a team. Like we put a lot of hours into this, even though we're silly and get off topic. We put a lot of hours into this podcast and as much as I have fun doing it and I, you know, love talking to you guys. Yeah. I think about what I'm going to do with those hours once we're done with this. But I mean, with that said, go loons. Plus you guys are the ones that are fantasizing about just having a general all sports podcast where we can talk about baseball and NFL all we want. So, Hey, you're not supposed to be, that's like, we're not supposed to talk about that. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't even, yeah. We haven't even brainstormed a lot of that. Don't worry. Loons fans. We still love you and we'll still help you get through. There just might be changes, you know, it's, it's not a difficult, it's not a difficult playoff bracket. Actually. Let's talk in the future. I like this. Let's talk playoffs. We're most likely going to have a wild card, which is a single match. Hold on. Hold on. There's a thirty-one to thirty-seven percent chance that we get to have a wild card. Yes, right. And there is those the odds. Those are odds of advancing. Yes. Can we can we talk the scenario? Like who has to lose here? So someone had put a scenario somewhere, and I honestly, honest to God, cannot find where it went anymore. So we can we can still catch. So we have forty-one points. We can still catch. We can catch Portland Timbers, who are in seventh place. Yep. If they lose to Houston Dynamo. Yeah. We can catch San Jose Earthquakes, who are in eighth place. 
if they lose to Austin. And we can catch FC Dallas, who still have two games left. One of their games against Colorado. And the other one against... And the other one is against... Who do they play way, way, way at the end? FC Dallas, LA Galaxy. LA Galaxy. Who also played this weekend, by the way. Yeah. LA Galaxy play Real Salt Lake, and that's like the catch-up games. It actually doesn't affect us at all what happens in that LA Galaxy game. There is literally 0% change of anything. Yeah, but our percentages of making the playoffs are higher if... Colorado Rapids pull something out of their butt and are able to beat FC Dallas. Last place, Colorado Rapids. If they can beat ninth place FC Dallas, that does help our odds slightly. Okay, so that's what needs to happen. There's a 31 to 37% chance that that's going to happen. And if that happens, James, explain the wild card playoffs. Yeah, so the way playoff works is actually fairly simple. So obviously you need to make nine teams into eight teams. So... You have a single match wild card with the eighth seed hosting as far as I can tell, which would probably make sense. So whoever wins that will face the number one seed. So if we were to make that, we would play St. Louis City if we won. They are guaranteed number one seed. Lock, lock, lock it in, Eddie. Round one is a best of three. Higher seed has first game and third game at home. So if we make... The best of three, there will be one game at Alliance Field for sure. Like that is absolutely guaranteed. The way it works is there is no aggregate score, and any matches that are tied will go directly to a penalty shootout to determine the winner of the game. So as far as I can tell, no extra time, just go to penalties, you win, you lose. So yeah, you could play up to three games in that round trying to just win two. Uh, and then everything else proceeds as normal. Conference semifinals, conference finals, and MLS Cup will all be single match, best of one eliminations for the winner. Uh, which means that the MLS Cup, by the way, December the 9th. That's too late. Two months away from the MLS Cup final. So we might have to drag this podcast on for two months if Minnesota has a extreme coach bounce. I mean, I mean, that's good though, right? Yeah, that would, yeah, awesome. that would be nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. Drag if that's going to happen, like, we might have to monetize this podcast because listens would be through the roof if that does happen. <laughs> no, that would be great news. I would be so pumped for that. Man, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I feel like the playoffs were fine. Like, I don't know why the league feels the need to just change its playoff format every single year. That doesn't make any sense. Nor does it make sense to have playoffs last two months. Who are we, the NHL? Like, what are we doing here? So so actually, they won't last two months. They'll only last a month and a half because That's by the time we long. even get to playoffs, it'll be October 25th. But here's a, so it says that um, the introduction of best of three and expanded field, which allows 62% of the league's 29 teams to qualify, were criticized for being more confusing and diluting the competition. Yes, it is a it is That's a exactly first, what's happening. Yeah, it is the first major revamp of the playoffs since 2019, when all rounds were switched to single elim, uh, which was the year yeah. after I got there. So I actually don't know what yeah. the previous playoffs were, but the format well, adds we more didn't, matches. We didn't qualify to those anyway, so it didn't matter. Oh yeah, <laughs> no one cares. Uh, the format adds more matches, including home games for lower seeds, and was developed with fan input, according to MLS officials. Other outlets have noted that new broadcaster Apple TV would benefit from the additional matches. And uh, oh, okay, so that explains. Yeah. Early media reports indicated that another format with a round robin group stage was also considered. So, yeah, that would at least make more sense. Yeah, uh, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, so already qualified from the Western Conference, by the way. Uh, St. Louis City, LAFC, Seattle, Houston, and Vancouver. And what I will say is a lot of the, besides St. Louis, a lot of those were recent clinchers. Yep. So, I mean, it's been a competitive conference. It has been a fun season in that sense. It's just been a rough season for the loons. And did, did you guys want to talk about either of these LA games? So I think the first one, mainly because we actually, uh, I actually got a, uh, Twitter DM 
from an LAFC fan who or who also does a podcast who wanted to like kind of grow this community and didn't have a Minnesota pod and got recommended yep. us. Really okay, nice. why are they always reaching out to you? I, I do not know, especially when you're the one that runs the Twitter account, so you get added to the DM and not me. Do you want uh, to run our know. Twitter account? No, I'm fine as it is. Uh, I do too many other things. You're all good. Um, yeah, they they wanted us on the show, but actually they they reached out a day too late. But uh, yeah, then they proceeded to smash us five one uh, after telling us after telling me, yeah, we haven't scored any goals in four games. <laughs> so, oof. yeah, that was uh, that was rough. But uh, yeah, I mean, we looked terrible. The coach got sacked. Yeah. We suck against LAFC. I don't know what else there is to talk about that. We have two wins in 10 games. I fell asleep on the couch before this game even started. Yeah, and it was I like a 9.53, yeah. I think. Start time? Yeah. Bananas. Like, if I was on the field, if I was like playing that game, I would just look up at the scoreboard and I'd be like, at least no one saw it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Unless it finishes at like what twelve? Would have finished near twelve, right? Close like to twelve. 9, yeah, just shy of twelve. Yeah. 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 Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. No one saw that. If I went to fall asleep on the couch, which is which is rare for me, I would have probably attempted to watch it, and I would just be miserable. So, I'm glad I didn't watch it. I'm glad I just went straight to bed. Also, well, I mean. If you actually look at this season, if you break this season down, like I'm just thinking back because like Heath, right? Heath Heath was out after this game. We had gone seven games without winning. Earlier in the season, we went five games without winning. And then we also went six games without winning earlier than that as well. So like we had really long streaks where we were not winning games. That first six non-win was five losses and a draw. And it was three draws and two losses, and then four losses and three draws. So, yeah, we we just went on streaks where we were hot garbage. We've always had these streaks, right? I was talking earlier about this. You know, this was the time that he finally was out. But my whole, like, you either die a hero or you live long. or Yeah, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become a villain. I've said that at least 20 times on this podcast because every time we have one of these streaks, we're always kind of coming around to, okay, yeah, maybe the time with Heath has run its course. And then a really great streak happens. And then we're like, oh my gosh, I feel so silly that I ever doubted this team. And I feel so silly that I ever started to drift towards, you know, buying a Heath out stout. <laughs> but. <laughs> and and the really funny well, thing we... is, is that this latest, this latest winless streak came off the back of a really nice yeah no loss streak like we went win draw win draw win draw draw and we were like this is great and then we went loss 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 draw loss which then turned the last two draws of the winning the unbeaten streak into the non-winning streak which also yeah. just sucks like so we we dug ourselves out of that first losing streak at the beginning of the year right where we were what was this we lost is this seven, five or six, six games yeah, yeah, five or six lost... with a draw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No big win streaks, though. I guess that's mean to be nitpicky, but but just lossless streaks. So yeah, we have but only... if you add the league's cup into that, though, like it felt pretty good. Like it we did, have only did. we have only won two MLS games in a row one time this season. But again, you add the league's cup into that. Yeah. And... But still, like that's rough. Yeah. Whoever yeah. this new person is, though, they have to help us find a way to win at home again. I think that that is the that is probably the most crucial thing. And I don't know what you know what makes that happen or not happen, but that was probably the hardest part about this season, right? Was that we did not get to sing Wonderwall because we could not find a way to win at home. More than we won four games right out of the out of the seventeen that we played at home. Yeah, four yeah. wins, four losses, and then what? Nine draws. Yeah. No, every good? single draw, bar one, was one-one. We had one nil-all draw, and every other draw was one-one. Well, what was it going to be? Two-two. We don't score two goals in a single game. 
Hey, I'll have you know. Until we now. Scored, I'll have you know. Okay. We scored, you, you guys have been lucky. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine times you got large fries this season. Nine times. Potentially a tenth. Yeah, but I think McDonald's pulled the promotion by the time those things actually happened. We've said that before. <laughs> You're probably gone for that. <laughs> but yeah, Timo Puki, four goals. Um, what is it? So first Loons player to score four goals in an MLS game. Second Loons player with a hat trick. Darwin Quintero had that one against one of the Canadian teams. Which Canadian team was it? Was it Toronto or Montreal? I think it was against Toronto. I'm pretty sure it was against Toronto. It was a fun one. That was a fun one. The 17th to score four or more in MLS history. And then the second this season behind Jordan Morris. So well done, Timo Pukki. Toronto yeah. was your... Uh... Yeah, Tor Toronto was the Darwin Quintero hat trick. So, I mean, hats off to Timo Pukki. We have said this. Timo Pukki seems to be acclimated. He seems to be the real deal. He may not be in his prime anymore. But it seems to be that he is a damn good MLS striker. He has gotten going officially. He has arrived. I'm excited for another, well, I shouldn't say another season of Timo Puki. I'm excited for our full, first full season of Timo Puki next year. That's going to be awesome. Oh, I can't wait for Puki, Ray, Lod, Bongi. Oh, man. Saying Ben be... in his second year. Oh, uh, that is going to be the most killer top four slash five. Like we're going to have a, we're going to have the age old like, man, we have so many good players, we can't fit them all on the field. Who, <laughs> who's, who's not going to play? Yeah, uh, Pookie has ten goals in thirteen games. Yeah, <laughs> and we talked about him having a slow start, right, and being so, another Chelsea number yeah. nine. <laughs> Ray was our our leading goal scorer last year, and he had ten in twenty seven games. So. He's already equaled Ray's total from last year, which we were very happy about. I, I'll keep looking to see the last, like what when the last double-digit scorer was, but I don't feel like this happens very often. No, for it does us. not. It and Bongi has eight too, right? Like Bongi also has eight goals. Like he's been he's been killer as well. Robin led led the team in twenty twenty one with nine. Yeah. Yep. Kevin Molino led the team in 2020 with with nine. <laughs> a weird season, but yeah. Yeah, but but you know, I mean, just a double-digit score goal scorer, right? And he only played 13 games. Obviously, scoring four in a single game can help, you know, boost that up. But I mean, that's four goals, right? Four more goals than I've scored in the game. Yeah, and I don't remember a big goal scorer in 2019. That was the year when Angelo Rodriguez was our striker. Darwin was not replicating the 2018 season that he had had. Darwin had 10 that year. Okay. Yeah, because Darwin in 2018, we're like, ooh, what's he going to be 11, like? 11 that year, but he had 12 assists, so that was that's a really nice stat line. Well, and he arrived midseason, right? Uh, he played 27 games. That's quite a bit. Okay, maybe he didn't arrive <laughs> Oh, dear. I just assume that everyone arrives midseason. That's how we do business in Minnesota. If uh, also, so, uh, if Ludd scores five, he can overtake Christian Ramirez's club record fourteen. But I don't know if if Ludd will get five in this game. You mean Pookie? Pookie? Oh, that's what I meant. I think he Same, can. Another Finnish guy, right? The Finnish one. <laughs> I think I think Pookie has it in him. I mean, there was a Pookie. Pookie wanted more goals. Uh, I saw a quote. Also, he was voted MLS Player of the Match Day, uh, hey. as it should be when you bang in four goals. Uh, I would expect nothing less. But no, I think uh, I saw a quote this from Pookie. Here we go. Here's the quote. Uh, there was a lot of space, and we played really well. I can't do a Finnish accent, so we're not going to try. Uh, I think in the last games that we had played before this, we had played well, but we hadn't been able to get so many chances. I think we were. I think today we were creating one after another. We could have scored even more goals, even more than five. That's what he was saying, which is that is I am super jacked about that. When a guy scores four goals, it's like, yeah, we actually probably could have scored a couple more. Like, whoo, that's when you're on fire. Yeah. I don't know. Stat Daddy, anything you want to point out from this game, or do you just we lost so XG? How do you get a nine point? How do you get a nine point seven for your game score when you have four goals? I feel like in the video games, that's got to always be a 10. 
That's a they don't give out tens, right? They do give out tens. We I've seen tens on Foot Mob before. Okay. Oh, he left in the 87th minute. Those last three minutes, yeah. the way it cost him. <laughs> he needed to score a fifth goal, I guess, to make them happy. No, I, I don't. I, I don't have a lot to say about these stats, but I'm. I'm four goals is a very nice stat. I, I like the stat where we lost XG. That's a good stat. <laughs> like <laughs> we lost yeah. XG 2.62 to 2.95, and we scored five goals, and they scored two. So XG XG doesn't matter, right? We keep talking about. Man, they don't know about our XG. Everyone's everyone's looking past us, but they don't realize how high our XG is. Well, finally, our XG isn't very impressive, but we score five goals. So take but, that. I mean, don't get that me works. wrong. We're still we're still ten and a half goals behind our XG, which is <laughs> depressing when you think about it. <laughs> Actual goals are more important than XG. I think yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. So hopefully we get yep. more of those. <laughs> Jeez. And like that's crazy to beat your XG by two and a half in one game and still be ten and a half <laughs> behind the XG over the whole season. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, well, like I shouldn't say I like I said because one of you was the one that put this on here. We have a thirty-one to thirty-seven percent chance of advancing, depending on how the Dallas Colorado Rapids game goes this coming weekend. The only thing we can control is what happens at Children's Mercy Park in Kansas City, Kansas. So hopefully that works out well. Saturday, October 21st. I believe that's a Saturday at 8 p.m. Yeah, I mean, let's do this, right? Let's do this. to get our second ever win at Children's Mercy Park. Let's go. I'm ready. Why I'm not us? ready for the season to end. Now we're coming for you, Johnny Russell. Before I'm we go, like Justin, I saw you randomly downtown. Yeah, we this kind of shows we're seeing live entertainment. It was yeah. great. I don't Hello? get out much, as <laughs> as we all know. Justin we clearly know. must, uh, because besides no, the time, I don't, I don't either. <laughs> Well, you're you're you've already gone to one Twins playoff game. You're about to go to another, and you were just at the Ben Folds concert at Orchestra Hall. Yeah, that was so cool. Yeah, uh, ton of fun. And you saw an improv show. I saw an improv show. So Ben Schwartz, the guy that played John Raffio in Parks and Rec, he did an improv show at the State Theater that we were we were there for. But I have seen Ben Folds play with the Minnesota Orchestra before, so that was pretty sweet. Does yeah, James was, even know was... who Ben Folds is? Wait, wait. Probably not. Just, so I'm going to say James does not know who J- Ben Folds is. You're going to also agree? Yeah, I agree. He's okay. got no, there's no chance. James, you do you know who Ben Folds is? Parks and Rec? No, no, that's, that's, that's the, the other Ben. <laughs> do you know <laughs> who the musician it. Ben Folds is? No. Folds is in like you fold a sheet? That's his last name. Yeah. No. No. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of him. I've seen him in concert several times. Do you have a favorite Ben Fold song? So my favorite song is a sad one. I love Brick. Okay. Uh, he he did not play it, which I, I understand, though, why. Uh, it's it's a very sad song. Yeah, and, well, you... and that probably was his biggest song, right? Probably was his biggest song. I remember I'd say that was probably the, the one that the put 90s, him on the yeah. map, right? Like, that yeah. would be the one that would be the one that made him popular. Yes. He's actually coming to play in Utrecht in uh, the end of November. With with an orchestra? Do not know. Mm. I've seen him with the orchestra. I like it better when he's just kind of on stage doing a rock concert. But yeah, but he's he's so good at the piano though. Like having the orchestra with the piano, it was just it was a good combination. I I would like to see him. I would like to see him with a band in the future though. Yeah. The Ben think... Five, the Ben Folds Five, which is a trio, which doesn't make sense, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> yeah. How much? That was how his much band was in the nineties, and then he went solo. Yeah. How much was your ticket, by the way? I think we paid like probably like sixty a seat in the balcony. It was cool. I felt fancy. Nice. Yeah, it's uh. Hold on, let me do some quick conversion to USD here. Uh, it'd be like 40, 40 USD to okay. see him. Not bad. Anyway, 
Ben Folds' best song is Landed. That was the correct answer, Justin. Landed. <laughs> I'm sorry, you really? have the incorrect answer. That's my favorite. That's my favorite of his. Oh, okay, okay. That's Good my song. opinion. I think that that's a gorgeous song. So pretty. All right. Yeah, and then I was at the Ben Schwartz show, which was it was just fun. Um, Kirk Cousins was there. It was kind of funny watching Kirk Cousins walk in. One of my buddies is like, "That's Kirk Cousins," and then the guy behind him is like, "Shh, be cool, man." Be cool. <laughs> be Go be blows cool, for be me, cool. Gene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I felt a little bit bad for Cousins because, right, like he, every time you hear him talk or you see an interview with him, him more than like any other NFL player, you're just like, that's just a normal dude. I know a lot of professional athletes are just normal people at the end of the day, but he is like very, very, very normal in the sense that like, like he might be more normal than I am, and like was he, he all decked out in Coles? Did he look like he he got dressed at Coles? Probably department store. Nice. Did he have about thirty chains on as well? Like, <laughs> I don't think he, he doesn't, doesn't wear chains. Have you not seen the scripted NFL yes. commercial? Oh, yeah, oh that, that's great! It's uh, it's yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, okay. yeah. Kirko chains. That was the that was the Kirko thing last chains. year. It was great. But he he walks he walks in head down. He's walking kind of fast. It's very clear that he doesn't want anyone to see him or as few people to see him as possible. He was there with his wife. And, you know, so he sits down in in one of the rows. He wasn't super close. He he actually probably had a very ideal spot. He was in kind of in the middle, maybe like half the way back. And, you know, it's an improv show and they're looking for audience participation. And sure enough, yeah. like the, the very first person to, you know, get called out from from the crowd. Um, is sitting probably five seats down from him. So the guy with the microphones walking, walking past him, makes him stand up. The guy with the microphone probably doesn't know who he is, but everyone else there does. And I'm, I'm just like, poor guy. He just wants to go to this show and doesn't want to be seen, doesn't want any attention. And just right away, he has to stand up for everyone to see him. Just poor guy. But I know I'm a Packer fan, but I find the guy very likable. Also, uh, yeah. That's cool. Did, did you go on stage, Sam? Did you get involved in the, the audience participation? I did not. No. Dang. I did not. Maybe next time. So, whoever put this uh, thing about Olivier Giroud, <laughs> I, th this is really great, by the way. I this also was a found great. An, yeah. I also found another picture that was, that was really great. So, for those that missed it, AC Milan played on the weekend. Their keeper got sent off. They put Olivier Giroud. Did he get sent off or was he injured? I think he got. I think he, he got, got sent off. off. Yeah, I think he got sent off. They put Giroud in goal. They were winning one nil, and he made a fantastic save against uh, Genoa. Genoa to uh, basically secure a one nil win for AC Milan. They put his goalkeeper shirt on on their web store. It's already sold out. And I saw that Serie A in their best eleven of the match week put him in goal as the That's best, awesome. as the Love best it. keeper of the match week, which is so great. Oh, there are is... certain people that have everything going for them, but they're so likable for whatever reason. Like you know, normally when someone's like that good looking and that good at sports, we don't want them to also be good at something else. But I don't know why do we like him so much? I love the guy. Because he played for both our teams, that's why he did. But he didn't play for any of Justin's teams. But Justin, he's always got a smile on his face. You could tell he, yeah. he he loves doing it. He's he's just a he's a he's easy to cheer for, right? Yeah. And uh, this is what a fun moment to have in your season already. Did, did you know, by the way, he is also France's leading goal scorer in their in their in their national team. Yeah. Wow. We don't like. France. I would not guess that. He has yep. three more goals than Thierry Henry and 10 more goals than Antoine Griezmann and 14 wow. more goals than Mbappe. That might change, though. I assume that that M will Mbappe's change. young, yeah. <laughs> no, good yeah. for him. The man is an actual god. Like, he is so good at football and is so underrated. I still remember that scorpion kick, the one in the Pukas. Like, woo! Woo! Yeah. All right. Shall we peace out, pot on you loons? I think so. Yeah, sounds about sounds about time. Sounds about time.
Oh, oh by the way, look at, this, look at this best 11. Left winger is is MLS alum, Castellanos. I didn't know he yeah. was in that league. Yeah, that's why he went to Lazio. I was going to say, how many former Chelsea players are in the best 11? Is it just uh, one? Lukaku. Uh, Giroud. Oh, wait. Giroud and Lukaku. Yeah. Did yeah. they ever have Spinazzola? No. I don't think so. Um, so no Pulisic in this best 11. But Oh, did I, did I share that goal reaction with you guys? Yes. Oh, my yes. goodness. The That's Italian... Like going usa usa, USA. <laughs> yeah oh my god so great oh man if you haven't uh, seen it yet folks look up look up the the call because he 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 won a game right in 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 the yep. closing minutes so yeah and they were big fans shout out christian pulisic shout out i know you're listening i heard you're gonna join the loons in 2025 <laughs> excited no, guys, I'm uh, I'm gonna go on a honeymoon. Hopefully, when we come back, we're in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll be nice. Otherwise, we'll do our season recap. Yeah, that also works. I'm excited. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Bye, Hopefully, everybody. we have something good to talk about in two weeks. Yeah, we'll take next week off. <laughs> that we'll sounds like next a good week plan. off. It'll, it'll be, be a five. Anyway. It'll it'll be a five minute. Um, Yes, FC Dallas won, so we're not finishing seventh. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll just do that. All right. Everyone, peace out. Pot on your loons. See you later, everybody. Peace out. Pot on your loons. Bye. Bye.